Now, over the weekend, I managed to watch two classic movies, almost back-to-back, that I hadn't seen probably for 20 years. That was a very strange noise. That was my laptop's fan, and that was so loud it was quite frightening. They're both movies I saw as a, a much younger man, probably 20 years ago, and they would have probably been on television um, in the crop screen format on a, on a rubbish TV. And I was really interested how they held up. Um, the French Connection won one of the most acclaimed films of the 1970s, won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor for Gene Hackman, who for me, I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman's a great actor, but for me, Gene Hackman is probably up there with as good an actor that has come since um, Marlon Brando was at his peak. I think he's been wonderful in every film he's been in. And I remember having a battle in my head. Who was the person that had been best in every movie he's been in? Was it Morgan Freeman or Gene Hackman? I saw them both in a film, and I had to say, I thought uh, Gene Hackman wiped the floor with even Morgan Freeman. So that's quite something. And it focuses, the first film, The French Connection, focuses on a true story, um, which is the uh, actual New York police department, uh, police detectives called Popeye Doyle and Buddy Cloudy Russo. Uh, Eddie Egan was a real Popeye Doyle and Sonny Grosso um, were real detectives who in 1961 foiled the, or, or were involved in the largest seizure of heroin, I think it was 60 kilos or something, and that heroin was subsequently stolen from the New York Police Department uh, in highly controversial circumstances. And the whole thing relates to the French Connection, which as far as I know it, um, if you've seen the film American Gangster uh, with Denzel Washington, also playing a true, story, uh, a true character, he used to get his drugs in from Vietnam, uh, which was... Uh, Actually, that's after the fact, so this must have been... I think these drugs were coming from somewhere in Southeast Asia and going via the port of Marseille and ending up in New York, uh, and they were smuggled in a car. Um, and much of the the movie, though it's um, slightly fabricated here and there, is, is broadly true. And the actors... Um, sorry, the two police, Eddie Egan and Sonny Grosso, even acted in the movie as different characters. The uh, Their characters were played to Oscar-winning and Oscar-nominated effect by Gene Hackman and Roy Schneider. And Fernando Ray um, was the uh, French connection uh, called Frog One by the uh, colourfully bigoted Gene Hackman character Popeye Doyle. Um, That film follows real events and uh, it's directed by William Friedkin, who was fresh from The Exorcist and, and one of the great directors of the age of that particular age of cinema. And the sequel was directed by John Frankenheimer, And I don't think there's ever been a case of uh, a sequel being directed by a different director and and getting two directors of that calibre. John Frankenheimer's got an even more impressive filmography than um, William Friedkin, including stuff like The Manchurian Candidate. And the second film was not very well received on release. It um, follows Gene Hackman going to Marseille um, and becoming embroiled in the hunt for... The French Connection in his in his hometown. Um, it was uh, accused of not being a patch on the original and of being a, a slightly weird film. And uh, it is. It's a really weird film. The first French Connection movie is one of, if not the greatest police procedural. It's like the ultimate law and order almost, as, uh, but only focusing on the police part rather than the legal system part. And it's a fascinating and ultra kinetic blast of a movie. Uh, and it is a straightforward p- 
police thriller. You can sort of relate it to a lot of what's gone before, but it was just a blast of fresh air and it continues to be so. It was such a dynamic watch, um, watching Popeye and Roy Schneider travel around, behaving in a manner that cops just wouldn't get away with these days, drinking and staying awake for days and driving around when they obviously shouldn't be driving around anywhere, uh, refusing to go to bed and staking out people left, right and centre, whether they've got permission to or not. And of course, uh, the screenplay, which also won an Oscar, is, is magnificent the way it follows the excitement through to uh, a, a peerless final third of the film, which involves the, probably the most famous chase sequence in movie history, where Gene Hackman tries to follow a train uh, via road. Uh, and that whole sequence is just as magnificent then as it is now. And I was reading about it, and there's plenty of mistakes that happened in it where cars crash into each other and stuff that wasn't supposed to happen but did. Um, and it's a, still an incredible sequence that I'm not sure has ever been better, and some will say the car chasing bullet was better. But for sheer dramatic tension, I think it's wonderfully done. Uh, and then there's this uh, big sort of shootout at the end, and there's a wonderful scene in it where they dismantle a car trying to find the drugs, which has been parodied many times. It's a terrific film, an unimpeachable film, and nearly perfect. If I was to say there was anything wrong with it at all, uh, I suppose it's got a li fairly limited scope in that um, it focuses on a, a very sort of finite realm of the world, and uh, and that's about it. But really, I'm close as I've ever been to giving a movie 10 out of 10. So I'm going to give it 9.5 out of 10. Um, I would just do that because I can think of films I think are better than The French Connection and that's the only reason I wouldn't give it a straight 10 out of 10. The second film is a much more obtuse and difficult film. Um, it stars Hackman in Marseille. He's one of the only natural English-speaking people in the movie. He's the only Westerner that he really comes across in the movie. Apart from pivotally an old lady and this says everything you need to know about the movie and there's a point in the movie where Gene Hackman's character is going through a very torturous episode at the hands of the people he's um, trying to capture who end up getting their hands on him. And the old lady's comforting him and saying about how she's English and so on. And as the camera pans down, you see how her arms are covered in track marks and she's stealing his watch. And both these films have got such a hard nose to them and that's what they're famous for. But the second French Connection movie is, is very artistic and goes off on tangents that the first film never did with regards to how wide-ranging it is. It deeply humanises the character of Popeye Doyle in a way the first film never did. If you've seen it, it reminds me of the difference between the widely acclaimed Once Were Warriors and the hardly seen, it seems, follow-up, which I think is brilliant, uh, What Becomes of the Broken Hearted, which is a much more flawed film. But in that film, you get to see the character from Once War Warriors not only being this animalistic psycho thug, but you actually get to see him humanised, you actually get to see what makes him tick, and you actually seem to see him get some re redemption. And, and Gene Hackman's character goes through so many torturous phases in the second film that he ends up in a far more interesting place than he does in the first. Um, and there are times I've thought the, first, uh, the second film may even be better than the first, but... It is more flawed. The screenplay isn't as dynamic and um, a little bit, it drags a little bit towards the end, but it's got some of the most torturous scenes of people, be, of someone being addicted to heroin, I uh, think, that have ever been recorded. 
uh, and Gene Hackman's performances through those sequences are just astonishing. And it also features one of the most jaw-dropping final shots, the last couple of seconds when everything resolves itself is magnificent. So I'm also going to give French Connection 2 9.5 out of 10. Cinematography is great on all of them, the screenplays are fantastic, the performances are great, and they're just made with this maverick air about them that you don't get often in that kind of thriller now. Um, they normally let you down, they're normally cheesy, they normally don't have this drive and purpose about them, and I think uh, possibly one of the best one-twos ever in cinema history. So both 9.5 out of 10, French Connections, one and two, well worth a look now. They both hold up magnificently. This is from 